And welcome to Lincoln High School in Wisconsin Rapids on what's going to be the hottest day of the baseball season. 83 degrees as we get ready for first pitch at the Lincoln High School brand new athletic facilities here. We'll play on field turf. I'll tell you the new field sure does hold the heat. This is the Nakusa Port Edwards State Bank Field, established 1903. Well, no, actually, the field established earlier this season. This is going to be another missed start for the Evergreens' Brock Babish. Wyatt Miles, senior right-hander, will go instead. Jordan Tippett's will oppose for Wisconsin Rapids. Here are the starting lineups and batting orders. First for the visiting D.C. Everest Evergreens. Leading off at shortstop is Kyler Soppy. Brock Babish will D.H. for the pitcher Wyatt Miles. He'll bat second. Hayden Davidowski in left field will bat third. Chris Wiesman plays second base. He'll bat fourth. Mitch Danielski in right field will bat fifth. Nate Langbin sixth for the Evergreens. He'll play third base. Nick Cotter catches and will hit seventh. Noah Shmuluski starts at first base eighth and Preston Miller's in center field batting ninth. For the visiting Evergreens in their green uniforms with the yellow silhouetted numerals, it is Soppy, Babish, Davidowski, Wiesman, Danielski, Langbin, Cotter, Shmuluski, and Miller. The Wisconsin Rapids Red Raiders have won 11 and have lost four. They start today in first place in the Valley Conference, 5-1 and one in league play. They have not played Spash or Warsaw West yet. Brennan Huber leads off and plays left field. Cole Laddick is in right field batting second. Brayton Lewis, the first baseman, bats third. Shortstop Cade Sengbush will bat fourth. The designated hitter Jacob Deharski will hit for the pitcher Jordan Tibbetts. He'll bat fifth. Ashton Potter is the third baseman, batting sixth. Austin Juman's the catcher. He'll hit seventh. Um, beg your pardon, Juneman plays center field seventh. The catcher is Cannon Plowman. Every team should have a catcher whose name is Cannon, right? And second baseman Carson Gunderson. For the Red Raiders, Huber, Laddick, Lewis, Sengbush, Dakarski, Potter, Juneman, Plowman, and Gunderson. Rapids wears their home white uniforms with pinstripes, red sleeves, and red numerals. The crowd here rises for the national anthem. Oh, say 
All right, just a few minutes away from Tuesday afternoon baseball from Wisconsin Rapids. Nice job. And Wisconsin Rapids takes the field. The Evergreens, when last seen, were winners over Superior 4-1. to The Evergreens split their two games at their Saturday triangular. These two teams play again over at our place on Thursday. And you know what? Thursday could be even hotter than today. We're going to get up near 90 degrees. And then the Evergreens have a Friday out-of-conference game scheduled. We'll be hosting Lakeland, and then the Evergreens will be off for this coming weekend. Let's set the Rapids defense behind their right-hander, Jordan Tibbetts. In left field, Brennan Huber. Austin Juneman is in center, and Cole Laddick is in right. The Red Raiders infield, Ashton Potter plays third. Caden Sengbush is the shortstop. Carson Gunderson is the second baseman, and Braden Lewis is at first. Cannon Plowman will catch, and Jordan Tibbetts is taking his warm-up throws right now. You know, I remember a year ago. Now, Rapids had a lot of juniors a year ago. We thought maybe they were a year away from playing their best baseball. So, I mean, here it's a more experienced team. You remember a lot of these kids from a season ago, a year better, um, you know, Last couple of weeks before graduation, and the time is now for Rapids. Again, Rapids, you wonder, can the Evergreens put a couple of losses on them? Well, maybe. We'll find out over the next couple of days. Rapids has two tougher opponents in conference that they haven't seen yet. I mean, they have conference wins over Wausau East. They split their games against Mosinee. They have wins over Marshfield. Still have to play the Evergreens, Wausau West, and Spash, and that's, you know, just the upper half of the standings in the Wisconsin Valley Conference this year. But right now for Marshfield, I mean, it's always positive when you have a brand new facility. And this facility is nice. They've given us a great seat. We are right over the catcher's right shoulder. We have great sight lines here. And, you know, it's something new. These turf fields, even though you know, the, the turf has individual blades of plastic grass now, but they still play faster than a natural field. So that'll be an adjustment for the Evergreens, something that Rapids is used to, and the Evergreens are not. Here's Kyler Sapi to get us underway. By the way, tornado watch for all of our listening area as today's game gets underway. It's overcast and humid. Righty to righty to start for Tuesday afternoon baseball. First pitch is at the knees, strike one, and we're underway. This baseball and softball complex is not finished yet. Still working on They're putting in some of the landscaping now. That's outside. Soppy with a good eye lays off. One ball and one strike. The landscaping will include some trees and some of the mulch was being spread as we arrived here. Soppy waits on the 1-1 pitch from Jordan Tibbetts. Swing and a miss. Worked him inside. Right over the top of that. A ball and two strikes. There are a couple of little quirks here. How, how could you not build a complex this big and this nice without there being little quirks? One, two pitch, curveball, fouled back towards us into the screen. The lighting stanchions here are not tall enough. It's just one of those things that need to be raised up another 15 or 20 feet. We're chatting with the athletic director here before we got underway. Why is that important? Well, here's the one, two pitch that's outside. Two balls and two strikes to Sapi. Well, if you're playing at night, you would lose sight of the ball if there should be a tall fly, uh, fly ball that's taller than the light stanchions. That would be uncommon, but not unheard of if they're too low. Sapi waits on a 2-2 pitch, and that's lined up the middle. Base hit. Sapi, who leads the team in hits, 
has just hit his 14th of the season. Sapi is the only evergreen who arrived in today's game hitting above 400, 406, and the average moving north. Here's Brock Babish. Yeah, something's wrong with Brock's arm. He's missing his starts. He was penciled in to start on Friday, did not pitch in either of the games Saturday, and misses today's start too. But Brock Babish is well enough to DH. He will hit for Wyatt Miles with speed on at first. That's Soppy on with a single. First pitch to Babish, bounced in the dirt. Good stop there by catcher Cannon Plumman. The area around home plate is dirt. I beg your pardon, it is the synthetic dirt. You know, with the rubber pellets. So is the pitching mound, but it's got a fiberglass base underneath. It's a little bit springy. It looks a little bit different than the rest of the field. 1-0 pitch to Babish. Swing and in on the hands. Fouled it off. One ball and one strike. We note that all of central Wisconsin and the Northwoods under the tornado watch. I think the risk is quite small, and if not, we're ready to do the duck and cover right here in the press box. No problem. I think we're going to play without any problem. Tibbetts steps off. The rudder at first soppy goes back to the bag. Brock Babish now steps out. Just underway, top of the first. Tibbetts looks over before he tows the rubber. Coming home, runners going, pitches a strike, catcher drops it while transferring from his glove to his hand. Stolen base for Kyler Sapi. Nobody out in the Evergreens of a man in scoring position. Yeah, Cannon Plowman, the catcher, reached into his glove to try and grip that ball. Wasn't able to grip it. Came out of his glove, fell harmlessly to the ground, and Sapi's at second. Coming home here to Babish, who swings and misses, strike two. Two balls and two strikes to Brock Babish. A hit to the outfield could bring the run in. And again, on this synthetic, put something in the gap, it likely rolls to the wall. Field just plays a little bit faster. Two balls and two strikes. Long set, coming home, swing and a miss at an outside pitch. It's dropped. Catcher's going to have to throw down to first. Runner's going to try and take third, and he's in there. Boy, the drop third strike costs Rapids a base. Alert base running from Kyler Sapi. So Brock Babish strikes out. And because catcher Cannon Plowman had to throw down to first base, Kyler Sapi takes an extra base and goes over to third. Hayden Davidowski, left-handed bat. You're playing for contact here, and you'll probably get yourself a run batted in. They play even with the bag at first and third. And Davidowski lines to center. It's a single down the left field side. Beg your pardon. An RBI first pitch that Hayden Davidowski sees, and he gets himself a run batted in. Evergreens will play from in front today, up one nothing. Now you know what? That was hit so hard and got out to the fielder so quickly. If Soppy didn't take the extra base on the dropped third strike, he'd be at third. I don't think the Evergreens would have tried to score him there. Instead, two hits here in the early going off Jordan Tibbetts and Chris Wiesman will bat. Runners going. Wiesman pops it up on the infield. Actually, this is going to carry to center. Center fielder is in. Austin Juneman makes the catch, and Hayden Davidowski has to retreat to first base. Two outs now. Wiesman moving up into the cleanup spot. First time he's hit there for the Evergreens this season. 
Doesn't matter. This is already a good start here in the first inning. The Evergreens stake themselves to a one nothing lead. Here's Mitch Danielski. Two outs, man aboard. The Snow White, all-white baseball bat. Runners going, pitches low for a ball. Throw down to second, stolen base for Hayden Davidowski. You know what? The Evergreens look like they're going to test Cannon Plowman until he shows that he can throw somebody out. Two outs. Now another in scoring position with the Evergreens already up 1-0. One ball, no strikes. Tibbetts is coming home. Fly ball, not patient. It's popped up behind second base. Shortstop calling and catching. And Cade Sengbush has just retired Mitch Danielski. The Evergreens get two hits. They benefit from that drop third strike, which moves the runner over to third, scoring on Davidowski's single. A half inning is complete. D.C. Everest won. And Lincoln High School is coming up when we come back on 93-9, the game. Overcast and humid as we play the bottom of the first inning as Wyatt Miles will see how he adjusts to the synthetic fiberglass mound. You know, a lot of teams that have the synthetic fields still have a dirt or a clay mound, not here at the new facility at Wisconsin Rapids. While Wyatt takes his warm-up tosses, here's the defense behind him. And left, that's Hayden Davidowski. Preston Miller, who's been playing a good center field all season long, is out there again today. And Mitch Danielski, Mr. RBI, is in right. The Everest infield, Nate Langbin at third. Kyler Soppy's the shortstop. Chris Wiesman is at second base. And Noah Shimaluski starts for the Evergreens at first. Nick Cotter catches, and Wyatt Miles is completing his warm-up tosses. Wyatt looks like he's pretty comfortable on the mound there. Now, the other thing, this is a chain-link fence all the way around the baseball field here, which means balls hit deep to the outfield. Hard to judge if they stay in the ballpark or out. We've got a small tarp that covers the batter's eye in center field. Wyatt's ready to go. Staked to a one nothing lead as the Evergreens put together two hits in their half of the first inning. Here's Brennan Huber. Now, Wyatt Miles pitched in the sixth and seventh innings against Superior and was sharp. Wyatt, the last couple of seasons, slow start at the beginning of the year and then seemed to find his groove in the middle and late parts of the season. Well, it's the middle and late part of the season now. Here's Brennan Huber. Ball one inside. High set for Wyatt Miles on the big leg kick with nobody on. Smack to the left side, and yeah, that, that's a turf hit. Between the third baseman and shortstop, that ball gets out there faster. Kyler Soppy unable to make a play on it, and Brennan Huber is aboard. On an all-grass field, probably an out. Well, both sides will have to get used to that. 
I mean, it's the same facility. It's the same. It's the same surface. It plays the same both ways. Cole Laddick to bat with a runner aboard. Righty to righty here as Laddick waits from Wyatt Miles. Slide steps and outside, ball one. Yeah, Wyatt can't use the big leg kick with that runner at first. We assume that Brennan Huber, the runner who's on, has speed. See if Rapids tries to move him over into scoring position. All of the Rapids athletic facilities outdoors have been upgraded. They redid the track over around their football field and then turfed the football field. It's been like that for a couple of seasons. Throw over to first, runner's back. And now softball and baseball fields. JV field is synthetic turf too, so is the softball facility here. With a nice looking concession stand in the middle, it really is a nice facility. Inside out swing and foul down the first baseline. One ball and one strike. You know, all of the schools in the Wisconsin Valley Conference, they're larger schools. They're big school districts, so they have resources. You look at the facilities, Everest put in new football turf, what, two seasons ago? Marshfield has that new football stadium. My goodness, that's a nice facility. Rapids here joins that. Throw over to first again. Runner is back. The Wausau schools, voters back in April, passed their bonding referendum, so new facilities are coming to the Wausau school districts for east and west. 1-1 one, one pitch curve. Wow, that, that had the big break on it. Wicked for a strike. One and two now. Merrill, your turn's next, right? Be playing the Merrill Blue Jays next week. One up there and one over at our place. Curveball again, fly to center. Preston Miller's got a beat on it, just a couple of steps over and makes the catch. Runner retreats to first, and there's the first out. I would think on a humid day like this that the ball would carry. Well, that remains to be seen. Here comes Braden Lewis, a left-handed bat. Fly out to center, failed to move the runner over. We'll see what Wyatt Miles can do with Braden Lewis. High set, coming home, swing and a miss, cutter. Lewis was right over the top of it for strike one. Yeah, push fluids if you're coming out to the game at Simon Field on Thursday. Near record highs for this time of year in the forecast. Upper 80s, maybe 90 when we talk again 48 hours from now. That's outside from Wyatt Miles. One ball and one strike. I understand there's maybe a thunderstorm in the forecast for Friday, but, you know, come on, we've got three days to clean that up and, and get the weather right for that game against Lakeland as the Thunderbirds will come down to Simon Field. A ball and a strike. One out and a runner on for the Red Raiders. Throw over to first. Runner was leaning. Gets back. Better throw over there. Could pick him off. Everest JVers play right behind us. Wyatt Miles. Home plate focus. Runners going. Curve is outside. Throw down to second. It sails. And it's backed up by the second baseman, Chris Wiesman. That's a stolen base for Brennan Huber. So Rapids trailing one nothing puts the tying run into scoring position. 
Back at home plate, two balls and a strike for Braden Lewis. Hit to the outfield probably ties us up. Wyatt Miles looks that runner. I think the full leg kick is back on. Yes, sir. Outside corners, strike two. Yeah, Wyatt's mechanics are better when he's in that regular windup. Big leg kick and swings that arm around. Wyatt was dropping down in the superior win where he was very effective in the sixth and seventh innings. He can change his release point, too. Two balls, two strikes, curveball, ring him up and sit him down. Wyatt Miles spots that pitch on the outside corner. And Braden Lewis is the second out. Cleanup man, Caden Sengbush, try and pick up that runner at second base. That's a leadoff single and a stolen base for Wisconsin Rapids so far. Evergreen still hold the lead, 1-0, and we are early. First ball swinging, ouch, fouled off, strike one. Went right down into the turf and hit Sengbush, still in the right-handed side batter's box. Just judging from the outfield, they don't have the feet markers posted yet on the outfield fence. I think this is a field that's going to play bigger, kind of like our Simon field, which is 385 to center. I think that's a deep center field here at Rapids. And here's a well-hit ball down the left field line. It is slicing away from the Evergreens left fielder, but hung up a little bit, just enough for Hayden Davidowski to get over and make the catch. Off the bat, I thought that was trouble. Ball hung up there and a good running catch for Hayden Davidowski to bring the inning to an end. Rapids leaves a man at second and does not score. At the end of one inning, D.C. Everest won, Wisconsin Rapids Lincoln nothing on 93-9 the game. The top of the second is on, and the Evergreens send six, seven, and eight in their batting order to face Jordan Tibbetts. That's Nate Langbin, Nick Cotter, and Noah Shimaluski. Nate Langbin's hitting 259 for the season, but had two hits in the Evergreens' win against Superior. He was the only member of the two-hit club for the Evergreens that afternoon on Saturday. So we'll see if Nate can keep the good times rolling. Nate's pitching got the headlines, though. He allowed the Spartans just one hit. The one run that came across for Superior was unearned. So here's Nate Langbin. Nate will be the Evergreen starting pitcher on Thursday. So if Rapids can't get a win today, the waters get deeper for the Red Raiders as the Evergreens will be sending their number one two days from now. Outside to Langbin, ball one. So I think as more teams know the scouting on Nate Langbin, the pitcher, there'll be much more pressure to win when Langbin is not pitching, like today. Swing and a miss, one ball and one strike. Langbin, when he's not pitching, sometimes plays third base and sometimes plays left field. Third base today. Waiting on a 1-1 pitch from Jordan Tibbetts. 
Overhand delivery, chopped foul down the third base line. Dave Langman, Nate's uncle, solid in the third base box. A ball and two strikes. Tibbets. I think he tipped his pitch. This is a curveball. Looks like he was reaching in there. Now, what do I know? Overhand fastball. It's outside. Two balls and two strikes. Sometimes pitchers will telegraph what they're going to throw when they're digging in that glove looking to get their grip. And that's what Tibbets did before the last pitch. Two balls, two strikes. Inside on the fists and punched foul down the third base line. We'll stay at two balls and two strikes. One of the things that I like about this field is our press box is pretty close to home plate, and we've got great sight lines here. That's nice. Save the best view right here for our 93.9 The Game broadcast. Pitch is outside, and Nate Langman has worked the count full. It's 3-2. and two. Nobody out, nobody on. We're playing the top of the second inning, and the Evergreens are up one nothing. Try and build on that. Payoff pitch on its way. Line to short, diving play there, up at a throw, scooped out at first. That's nice all around. Caden Sengbush with a nice play. Sengbush to his backhand side, dove and stopped that on one hop. His throw was in the dirt, and Braden Lewis, the first baseman, dug it out. So good on the glove end and good on the receiving end, and Nate Langbin is a tough out. Here's Nick Cotter. Even when it's the other team, I admire good defense when I see it. Outside, ball one. Pretty close, too. Home plate umpire straightened up like he was thinking about calling that a strike. It was off the plate. Called correctly a ball, 1-0. and oh. It's a little bit low. Two balls and no strikes. So Tibbetts has been around the strike zone. Let's see if Nick Cotter can be patient at the plate here and get one to drive. Cotter for the season has only two hits. Stays in the lineup because he's an excellent defensive catcher. He's taking there two and one. Cotter's still got the green light here to get a hold of something. Cotter started a lot for the Evergreens in his junior year, so we know that his hits will come before the season is done. That's down low, three balls and one strike to Nick Cotter. You know, in the name of getting Nick out of his slump, I'd let him swing away here at 3-1. and one. Second inning, so there's a lot of baseball to play. See if we can get Nick Cotter going here. 3-1 pitch, bounced off the plate to third. A true hop, everything's true here. Long throw across the diamond, got Nick Cotter by a step. Ashton Potter is solid defensively. Here's Noah Shimalewski. Now batting number 12, Noah Shimalewski. Noah has played sparingly this year. He is one for four. Left-handed bat here. The Evergreens have sometimes used Caden Kreitlow at first base. Caden struck out on all three of his plate appearances against Superior. That hit Noah Shimalewski. So it's a two-out base runner. Hit him right on the front thigh. And Preston Miller will bat. See if the Evergreens can get some production from the bottom of their order here and get around to the top. Preston Miller is 208 for the season, 5 of 24. Righty to righty. 
with a two-out base runner. Long lead, runners not going, and the pitch is inside. One ball and no strikes. You know, so far, Jordan Tibbetts, pitch count's a little high for here in the top of the second. Thrown a couple of balls, gone a couple times deep in the count. You get 100 in high school baseball. Then you finish up the batter you're throwing to, and then you're done. Curve, that stayed up high, too. Had nice movement on it. You're trying to induce a swing there, and Preston Miller laid off. He's ahead in the count, two balls, no strikes. Got to throw a strike here. Let's see if Chimalewski is in motion at first base. Long set, runners not going, and it's down low. Three balls and no strikes. Boy, the free passes always seem to come back to haunt you in high school baseball. That runner on first, that's sort of a free pass, a hit batsman. Three balls and no strikes to Preston Miller here. He's taking, and that's the inside corner strike, the automatic, three and one. Shimaluski's not the fastest base runner there at first base. Would take not only an extra base hit, but something probably to the wall to bring him all around. Let's see if Miller can drive one here at three and one, coming home. And that is well hit to left field, but boy, the ball's not carrying today. Right to the left fielder, Brennan Huber, who makes the catch. I thought it looked better off the bat than it was a fly out to bring the inning to a close. The Evergreens do not score in their second, uh, their uh, half of the second inning. D.C. Everest won. Wisconsin Rapids Lincoln nothing on 93-9 the game. The bottom of the second is on, and Wyatt Miles will face 5, 6, and 7 in the Rapids batting order. Jacob Dekarski will lead off, then Ashton Potter and Austin Juneman. Rapids has looked pretty solid defensively. In fact, it looks like even in the short time that they've been playing at this new complex, their, their fielders look pretty comfortable playing on the synthetic surface. And of course, this is the first game for the Evergreens here. The Evergreens have played two games on a synthetic infield. When they traveled over to Wapan, they lost both of them to Beloit Turner and to Wasoda. Jacob Tokarski cuts a pretty intimidating figure. He's a big kid, right-handed batter to face Wyatt Miles. What a contrast. Wyatt's a skinny kid and Jacob's a big kid. Called strike one. May have gone around too far anyway. I wonder, like at Simon Field, you know what the worst job in the Simon Field press box is when we're at home? It's operating the scoreboard. Our scoreboard is a little electronic box of tricks. Inside, one ball and one strike. I wonder if that's the case here, too, at Wisconsin Rapids. Or if we're just getting used to everything. Rapids, in fact, has one hit. There are three up on the scoreboard, but I get it. I mean, the scoreboard is the worst job in the entire press box. 1-1 one, one pitch. Curve in for strike two. One ball and two strikes. 
When we have someone who is not our regular scoreboard operator for home games, they're usually muttering under their breath by the time the, the game is done. One-two pitch curve went too far. Called strike three, and Jacob Dakarski has struck out. Twyatt Miles, second K against no walks. I'm kind of old-fashioned. I believe we should just pay the kids in hot dogs and hamburgers and let them hang the numbers out on the scoreboard. That's old-fashioned. Left-handed batter Ashton Potter to bat. And, of course, with this new facility here at Lincoln High School, they say goodbye to Witter Field downtown. First pitch, line drive to center. A couple of steps back, Preston Miller reaches up, and he's got a beat on it. Potter has flown out to Miller for the second out. I don't think there's going to be any farewell to Witterfield. A lot of players didn't like Witterfield. The dugouts weren't very good. I mean, it's a Northwoods League facility. So, I mean, for Rapids, you still have to travel from your campus to your school. Here's Austin Juneman with two outs and nobody on. Tips that back into the mid of catcher Nick Cotter. Strike one. Wyatt Miles looks sharp today. In fact, he's working efficiently. His pitch count is low as we get to the bottom part of the order here in the second inning. 0-1 pitch. Curve. Breaks right. Wow, Wyatt, on this hot, humid day, breaks that curveball off at will. He's throwing it for a strike. No balls and two strikes. So Juman has seen the express, and he's seen the local. Batter is set up in this spot. Pitcher's moment for Wyatt Miles coming home. Fastball right back to the box. It hit Wyatt Miles. Can he get up? No, he can't. He's on his feet, but it's loose behind the mound, and it's a single. Double check that Wyatt Miles is okay. I mean, it didn't hit him as squarely as that playoff game against Spash last year. Yeah, Wyatt's okay. Two out hit. It's rapid second of the afternoon. Cannon Plumman. So that's a two-out, two-strike base runner for Rapids. Wyatt Miles works to number eight in the batting order. The runner is going. Curveball is not handled by Nick Cotter. There'll be no throw. And Austin Juneman has stolen second, and he's in scoring position. Rapids had a man at second in the first inning. Couldn't pick him up. They'll try and do that here with two outs. They'll need Cannon Plowman to deliver or at least reach base and let Carson Gunderson, who's in the on-deck circle, take his turn. It's one ball, no strikes. Back to the full leg kick, bouncing ball to third foul. One and one. You know, here at Rapids for baseball games now, they charge admission. Cha-ching. Someone's got to pay for all the nice stuff. I don't think we should complain too much either. I mean, you go to a hockey game, you go to a basketball game, you go to a football game, you pay to get in. Still the best bargain, an afternoon of high school athletics. Curveball, swing, and a miss. Plowman is down in the count. One ball and two strikes now. Wyatt Miles got to two strikes for Austin Juneman before surrendering a hit. He's up to two strikes again to Cannon Plowman. Checks the runner at second. Coming home. Swing and a miss. Wyatt Miles gets his third strikeout and brings the inning to a close. Second inning in a row that Rapids leaves a man in scoring position. Two complete. D.C. Everest one. Wisconsin Rapids nothing on 93-9 the game. 
it's no different than at our place. Oh, well, they do this quite often, so what, nobody knew how to use it when they put it in, so... You bet. At our place, at our place, because it's line of sight, you've got the little antenna on your box there, our windowsill is up too high, so for the longest time we couldn't figure out why is it not working, why is it not working, oh, yeah, well, because so it's got to be up higher. <laughs> No, it is like I said, it's the worst job. I just do it to watch the <laughs> To the top of the third we go. I'm Chris Connolly. Glad you're joining us for DC Everest Baseball. Evergreens are one game over 500, looking to build on that. They lead 1 0, and they send the top of the order Kyler Soppy, Brock Babish, and Hayden Davidowski. Two of the three have hit safely in today's game. Third inning of work here for Jordan Tibbetts. Kyler Soppy, who singled his first at-bat, is now 14 of 33, and those 14 hits lead the Evergreen. So that's not bad. That's what you're looking for in a leadoff batter. Soppy gets a lot of walks, too. Then you have to go all the way back to Brock Babish, who has 10 hits. 14 for Soppy. Babish, who is in the on-deck circle, has 10. So the Evergreens are front-loading their lineup against the Red Raiders today. First pitch to Soppy, outside, ball one. And off the glove of catcher Cannon Plowman. Again, it was a dropped third strike that figured in the one run that the Evergreens saw. Soppy was able to advance to third base because of a drop third strike on the throw down to first. Got him into scoring position for Davidowski to drive him in. That pitch is inside, two balls and no strikes. Strike zone's been pretty true today. No complaints in the early going for Big Blue. Soppy's looking for one to drive at two balls and no strikes. That's on the inside corner. Yes, sir. Two and one. No arguing about that either. Again, when you're in the press box, you have the view that we have. We're just a little bit over the plate and right behind. I mean, we're right over the umpire's shoulder. So we see how it's being called. That's on the inside corner, too. That pitch was right in the same spot, and the count evens at two balls and two strikes. Looking for consistency. If the one before it in the same spot was a strike, that one's got to be two. Two-two pitch to Soppy fouls that one off. That was going to be a strike, too. So Soppy wastes a good pitch, and he'll see another in this at-bat. Again, Jordan Tibbetts' pitch count much higher than his opponent, Wyatt Miles, today. Evergreens have worked the count against him. Now at two balls and two strikes. Bouncer to third. This is going to be a long throw across the diamond. Got him by a step. Soppy runs well, but that's good defense. Ashton Potter has thrown out Kyler Soppy. Here's Brock Babish. Struck out his first time. Now batting number 40, Brock Babish. Not knowing what Brock Babish's injury is. I mean, high school athletics, it's not like college or the pros where you get an injury report. But we know that Brock Babish, who would have been pitching either over the weekend or today, is not able to pitch, but he is able to hit. Swings and misses at the fastball, strike one. I hope that Brock Babish, whatever's wrong, that he gets back to the pitcher's mound before the season's over. Arm injury, that, that's no way to end your senior year. Oh, one pitch, foul tips that one back, strike two. Now 
So I'm hoping that we'll see Brock back in the field and towing the rubber before we're done here. Down in the count, no balls and two strikes. That's a little outside and bounced low. One and two. On deck is Hayden Davidowski, who singled back in the first inning and brought in the game's only run. A ball and two strikes to Brock Babish. Bounce right back to the pitcher. He snags it. Jordan Tibbetts handled it on a hop and throws over to first base. Brock Babish is 0 for 2. Two outs and nobody on for Hayden Davidowski. Now batting number 20, Hayden Davidowski. Line drive off Hayden's bat. Got the run in to left. There's a strike on the outside corner. Yeah, left-handed batting, Hayden Davidowski is not going to be able to do much with a pitch in that spot. Right-hander Tibbetts nibbles at the outside corner and really good, good placement there. That's inside for a ball, one ball and one strike. When we first arrived here, not only was it hot, it was dead calm. There's a very light breeze here. Still, it's just a hot afternoon. This ball is well hit to left center, but again, everything today is just kind of hanging up. It's been hard to drive the ball. Cole Laddick, the right fielder, moves over into the gap and makes the catch. That's Jordan Tibbetts' best inning so far. The Evergreens go three up, three down, and will go to the bottom of the third. D.C. Everest one, Wisconsin Rapids nothing on 93-9 the game. You know what? You build a new facility and a nice crowd shows up. Rapids actually has stadium-style seating. I mean, seating like you'd see at Miller Park in the area behind home plate. That's nice. The only problem is there's no shade. There's no shade for anything here right now. I mean, they've, they've planted some trees and some shrubs, but they'll, they'll take years before they take root. So right now, on a hot day, there's no relief for you. And there are bleachers up the first and third base side. And a lot of people have come out for today's game. Why not? We're getting a look at this nice new facility. Wyatt Miles is completing his warm-up tosses. And Rapids will send 9, 1, and 2 in their batting order up to hit against Wyatt. Here comes Carson Gunderson. Should I tell you some of my old Witter Field stories since we're not doing games there anymore? Some of them are great. You know, twice when we played at Winterfield, they had the statewide tornado drill, and the tornado sirens went off right in the middle of our game. Foul ball, strike one, from Wyatt Miles to Carson Gunderson. And the siren, I mean, went off for what seemed like forever, for like four or five minutes. You couldn't play through it, so the game just comes to a stop, like right in between pitches, and you're just sitting around waiting for the blaring siren to come to an end. No more of that. That just missed the outside corner. One and one to Gunderson. All right, there was one year 
that we played the very first game of the season at Winterfield. They had just opened up the press box after being closed all winter. Ground ball to short. Kyler Soppy double clutches, throws, and safe. Busting it down the line was Carson Gunderson. That's an infield hit. Even though Soppy double-clutched, I mean, he didn't throw wildly. He didn't bobble that ball. Infield hit. Rapids' third hit. Lead-off man aboard. Here's Brendan Huber. So, you know what was happening in the closed-up all-winter press box? They had flies. Dozens, no, it was more than dozens, it was hundreds of flies that had embedded in the light fixtures in the press box. Strike on the outside corner. Wow, that's a wide and generous outside corner. Wyatt Miles will take it. Brennan Huber, who singled past the shortstop his first time up, is looking down to see if he's going to be asked to sacrifice that runner over. Throw over to first while runner was leaning and he's picked off. You know what? On the turf, the runner, Carson Gunderson, dove back to first and, and kind of didn't make it all the way back to the bag. And he's picked off. And out on the bases. And there's one down. Well, now Huber gets to swing away at no balls and one strike. Well, there's a spot where the synthetic turf probably worked against you. Curveball is a little low. One ball and one strike. Yeah, I mean, if we're on dirt, you belly flop back into first base. Gunderson belly flopped and didn't go anywhere and was tagged out. 1-1 one, one pitch. Just outside, two balls and one strike. Cotter tried to flame, uh, frame that up, and that was off the plate. So Wyatt Miles is able to pick off the runner at first base. And with one out, the bases are empty here in the bottom of the third inning. Two balls and a strike on the fist fouled off. Wyatt jammed him, and it's two and two. Wyatt Miles has been pitching well. I, I loved his last two innings of work against Superior, and he's stacking success. He's carrying that Saturday game over to today. Looks like runs are going to be hard to come by against Wyatt Miles. Two, two pitch, curve just outside. You're trying to get Huber to swing at that. And Huber had good discipline at the plate. Held up, didn't go around. And the count is full. It's one of the few times that Rapids has taken Wyatt Miles deep in the count. Payoff pitch coming on the fists and fouled off. So another pitch is coming in this at-bat to Brennan Huber. one nothing Everest. Play in the bottom of the third. The Evergreens run came in the first inning. No scoring since. Coming home again at 3-2. Curveball strike three. Froze him. Wyatt Miles has the good stuff today. That is Wyatt's fourth strikeout against no walks. Two down, nobody on for Cole Laddick, who flied out to center. He's 0-for-1 today. Yeah, just being able to sit right behind home plate, you can appreciate the movement on Wyatt Miles' breaking stuff, which has been outstanding. Starts Laddick off with a fastball, strike one. I know in Wyatt Miles' house, they listen to all the podcasts after the game. So some of these are like Wyatt's greatest hits. Oh, one pitch, curve, knew that he had to swing at it and fouls it off. Ouch, he hit catcher Nick Cotter. <laughs> that foul ball hit home plate, Nick Cotter... 
has taken more foul balls off of his body this season, I think, than, than, than any high school catcher I've seen. And Nick Cotter's been solid defensively for the Evergreens behind the plate. Batter Cole Laddick has stepped out, so Wyatt Miles is off the rubber now. Pitcher is back on the slab, and batter is back in. 0-2 pitch. High set, leg kick, just outside. Didn't miss by much. Again, Nick Cotter's trying to frame that up. And a lot of times the telltale sign that it's outside is when the catcher tries to pull it back in. Sure was the case there. Now one and two. Curveball again. Hit to the shortstop, Soppy, and he bobbles it. It's an error. An error keeps the inning going. Nothing tricky about that. Hit right to Kyler Soppy, then went off the heel of his glove and bounced away from him. First error of the afternoon. So three hits for Rapids, and now an error on the Evergreens. Braden Lewis will hit. Two outs and a runner on first. Lewis struck out his first time. Yeah, what you don't like is that Wyatt Miles got it to two outs. Got a routine grounder that should have brought the inning to a close. Throw over to first, runners back. Heart of the batting order here at Rapids has hit a lot this season, so these are dangerous spots. Wyatt Miles slides towards home curve on the outside corner to the lefty. Yeah, left-handed batter is not going to do a lot with that pitch. That starts outside off the plate and breaks back into the outside corner to the left-handed batting Braden Lewis. 0-1. Wyatt's been mixing up his pitches well, too. This has been a well-called game. Throw over to first again. Runners back safe. Wyatt's already picked off one. Again, Wyatt seems pretty comfortable on the mound out there. First time in a while that he's working off you know, that kind of mound. It is a, th a synthetic mound, too. Oh, one pitch. Coming home. Runners going. It's inside and not handled by catcher Nick Cotter. So Rapids, for a third time this afternoon, has put a man in scoring position. Again, and that runner at second shouldn't be there. He's on the bases because of an error. So now a stolen base puts Cole Laddick in scoring position, and the count is one ball and one strike to Braden Lewis. Lewis can tie the game with a hit to the outfield here. One, one pitch, and Wyatt Miles steps off. Wyatt's going to go through the whole windup here. Wind is dead calm again, and the ball is not carrying today. Ball and a strike. Ground ball back to the mound. Wyatt Miles has it and throws over to first, and for a third time, Rapids has put a man on second base and has not been able to pick him up. No runs, no hits. There was an error, and one man left aboard. Three innings now complete at the new baseball complex at Lincoln High School in Wisconsin Rapids. We'll go to the fourth. D.C. Everest won. Rapids nothing on 93-9 the game. 